We can end the curse. For Shady Side. What the hell? You see it now. Sarah! The devil has come to feast on our misdeeds. And his darkness grows within each of us. Sarah Fear, you know nothing good comes from those what's after sundown. Now. You got a Chewbacca one. <laughs> what part of this movie do I have? Uh, oh, fuck. Tyler, you didn't write it down again? Did you not read my text message? I think he's watching Wellington Paranormal. Oh, I wasn't. My fucking headphones are fucking idiots. And I go to I, I had Skype open and I had my headphones connected. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Can you hear me? Say something. Say, Say something. something. This movie was so bad. I hated every the first hour and a half is fucking bullshit, and that's Dude, begin. That's what I have. It was it was so bad up until it got to the point where it was showing like everything that happened to Sarah Fear, like that whole sequence where it was showing like the actual Sarah Fear. And right. like the flashbacks and connecting it to everything. That's when it got good. And then it was like, oh, Fear Street, 1994, part two. Part and I was two. like, oh, okay. Hey. I was like, okay, that's cool. But before that, me and Tyler were like, dude, what the fuck is this bullshit? It the felt. acting was garbage. The accents were fucking mm -hmm. miserable. <laughs> it felt like a kid's horror movie. Like, you know, like when they're like, well, we want it to be spooky. Yeah. But not no. spooky enough kids won't watch it. And that's what it felt I like. But Tyler brought up the great point. He's like, why in the fuck did they have someone else playing Sarah Fear this whole fucking time if they're just going to use this bitch from 94? They make Cause, no sense. Because the witch was trying to show her what she went through. So I understand she that. used I understand everyone that. that she knew. Here's what I didn't get, though. No, I hated used, that. You know what I just, it, it just dawned on me just now. Um, this takes place in Ohio, right? It does. It does take a place in Ohio because we got the fun fact from last week's episode where Tyler's saying these people are also from Ohio, much like the writer. Um, where the fuck were their colonies in Ohio during 1666? I was waiting. I was like, wait a minute. I know where he's going with this. I've never heard of the Ohio witch trials before. Right. Because at first I was like, well, Mac, you live in near Salem. So, and then I thought about it and I was like, where the fuck? And then the, wow. real quick, I know we're digging into this movie already. But the other thing that bothered me, because my wife was like, well, she's using people from her past so that she, like, understands it better. Then why was Ziggy, a young Ziggy in it? Why were people from 1978 in it? How would the chick from 1994 know who the people from 1978 were? Yeah, see, I What can... they should have done was used British actors who can do an American accent, because then both would have been fucking believable. Well, well, wasn't it, like... Irish or Scottish that they were or something. I don't give a shit. The point is. But like, <laughs> well, we can skip the part where we tell what we think about the movie. Now. <laughs> I have been holding it in the for rest. weeks. 
I, I, yeah. Tyler knows how pissed I was about the acting from the get-go of this movie. <laughs> this, this right here is what happens when three people who hate a movie so much have to hold in their anger for two weeks. This is so true. It, dude, it literally... Y'all just instantly uh, started popping off on the movie. Oh, <laughs> God, dude. I have been waiting to tear apart the first hour and a half. I have been holding this back for so long. You should have seen me watching the movie, right? Thinking, like, oh, last week we were going to record, so, like, I was speed watching it. And just sitting there, I'm like, I can... I, I have to take a shit. I'm so angry. It forced me to take a shit. I got so angry. Like, honestly, doing the Fear Street trilogy was a mistake. We should not <laughs> it just fucked us up so bad. It did. It really did. We got the next four weeks planned out. So let's just keep it at that for right now so we don't get too far ahead of ourselves. So to our buddy who wanted to do a listener quest month, I'm going to reach out to you and you can come on the show for one of the new episodes and we'll get to listener request <laughs> month eventually. Um, oh, yeah, I that was supposed that, to be August. <laughs> I know that our episodes have been out of whack, uh, but that's just because <clears throat> my work schedule, I've moved from a night shift to a day shift. Um, and then our recording schedule has been pretty messed up. Uh, Tyler's a part of like 80 billion softball teams right now. And uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> and since I have a child, <laughs> uh, we can't really record during the day. So. We'll get back to a normal schedule, hopefully, at the holiday time. Tyler, why do you sound like a robot, dude? Are you using your headphones? Yes. Oh, you forgot your microphone again, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> I'm convinced that Tyler hasn't spent, in, like, two consecutive days in his house in the past, like, three months. Why didn't they fucking, if they... Use the same actors in 1666. Why not use the same actors from 94 to recreate what happened in 78? Keep it consistent. Right? Show the actual people and what they went through and then have it flash back to 94 and be like, holy shit, that's what we she went through? I'd be like, okay, I can respect that. It showed the actual thing. She saw what actually happened. Not this fucking bullshit. Remember these people you never actually saw from the 70s, but the, the audience did? Well, they're also yes, in it. And you're going to be like, who the fuck are these people? But yeah fucking stupid and then why weren't all the other fucking victims and shit in it why wasn't ruby rose why wasn't the fucking bat boy like why was Your it sponsors only- today are <laughs> <laughs> in world back in 1666 let me do you know what happened in 1666 multiple sea battles multiple wars the great london fire where I'm going with this, I would, I, as a black man, would have rather lived in the London fire of 66 than sit through this godforsaken movie again. And you guys rated it very highly. I'm telling you, I would, I mean, 1666, I would have been a slave. Put me in 1666, London, Great Fire, and I will have a better time than watching this movie. Sorry, I, I, we're going to hate on it the whole time. That's, it's, it is what it is. Accept it. Enjoy the podcast. Fuck you if you like the movie. Good night. 
Uh, yeah, you sponsors, dude. What are you saying to me? I just want to hear the sponsors. Well, I'm trying to do that, but you keep interrupting me. Yeah, I just say it. Okay, well, you want to do it together or you want to do it by ourselves? Okay, let's go together. All right. <laughs> Your sponsors today are Loner Gaming. Follow them at www.facebook.com backslash Loner Gaming. And give our artist a follow on Instagram, v.ardest, A-R-D-E-S-T. And our biggest sponsor of all, the love of Mike's mom. Your hosts today are myself, Lil Mint, aka Tyler. I'm Mitch, and I'm a, uh, I'm a nerd. Look at me, right in my lazy eye. I am a nerd. And I'm Mike, and I can't ignore the cheese. Oh, oh my God! God. What, is that? what was that? Is that cheese? Have you eaten cheese? How much cheese have you eaten today? How much cheese is too much cheese? Any amount of cheese is too much cheese. I had a lot of cheese. I had a block oh, of cheese. Okay, okay. Let's get started, boys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The synopsis. 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 Oh, synopsis. Synopsis. Okay. Listeners, we are going to try and not go off on tangents. If it sounds like there was a cut in one of our sentences when we start flipping out, it's because Mac and I went too far and I cut it out so this episode isn't four hours long. So that being said, <laughs> I had the beginning. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna run home real quick. Yeah. And then uh, I'm also gonna grab a mic so I won't sound like an idiot the whole time. Why did I start my notes like this? So now every character we meet previously is now playing one of the actual people from 1666. So instead of getting, oh, I see where I was going. So instead of getting actors who are actually British or can do an accent properly, we get B-rated garbage to save a quick buck. Ah, so that's how the movie starts. That's how I started it. Um, trashing the accents. Um, now Sarah and Henry are helping a baby mama pig give birth. And Sarah is played by Dina. And Henry's played by Josh. Um, and already, I'm just going to start it right now before I get too far into it. How in the fuck, all right, are two white parents giving birth to a Hispanic and a black kid? It makes no fucking sense. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to show her, like, I'm going to make my actual brother now your brother because you got to see my pain. No, fuck that. You, you, she can see your pain living through your eyes. We don't need to see the actress fucking do it. Anyways, they're helping a baby give birth. Uh, I mean, a baby pig. I mean, a fuck. They're helping a pig give birth to a bunch of babies. Bam. Title card. Fear Street Part 3. 1666. Rated R. Um, we meet Constance and Abigail, played by the same sisters from 1978. I don't remember which one is fucking which. One's played by Cindy. The other one's played by Ziggy. It, you know how that makes any sense for the chick who's seeing through the eyes of the fucking witch from 1994 is beyond fucking me because she ain't never met Cindy before. And we meet Hannah. And since they're played by the same people from 94, um, they're also gay in this movie. That was so fucking, that was just lazy fucking writing, dude. Let's just have the same two actors uh, and basically this play the exact same versions yeah. of themselves. <laughs> Just 300 years earlier. Yeah, like... like if, Really? 
like I get it, man. It's 2021. You want to make your your hero gay, transgender, fucking whatever the fuck you want. I don't yeah. care. But That's I make great. That's sense great. in this movie right now. It not only does it not make sense, but maybe try to write it a different way than the exact same fucking thing as 94. Well, what, what I why I think it was written that way is because, well, me and my wife and I were looking at what the actual books were, and we found, like, this trilogy is based off of, like, five or six books or whatever. And it's based off of two sisters from both 94 <coughs> and the 1800s, and they're both sisters. And So that part checks out, actually, now that I think about it. If you're going to make one gay, make the other gay, because in the book it's their sisters and then their sisters and... So I get what they were going for. Oh, you're saying like it was two sisters that were 200 right. years apart. Listen, don't attack me, people. Okay, I'm just trying to make what? sense of poor writing. Well, no, they can't. It's yeah. It's not attacking the fact that the characters are homosexual. I'm totally fine with that. Just write it better. Don't be fucking lazy. Don't just be like, oh, let's just. Uh, oh, it was fucking oh. stupid, man. I'm so disappointed. You, actually, no, let me say this. It's a brilliant idea, because here's why. It's 2021, right? It was just after Pride Month they released these. And what's going to piss people off more on the conservative side than a heroine who is gay? And what's going to like make the left side fall in love more than a gay lead character? So no so matter which way you go... Like- who just like films that are written well Well, and done well this is where i'm getting at though this is where i'm getting at it's a brilliant like it's a brilliant political strategy but fucking this is a movie netflix is not political political listen it's not political listen this is where i'm getting at she did it because the left side's gonna post about the movie because they're like hey wow look at this that they're showing representation and the the right side is going to be like, how dare they put that shit in my movies? It's going to make my kid gay. I don't want to see that shit. And I know for a fact that the fucking right side thinks that, but I had this conversation with someone, and they firmly believe that gay is a choice, and you can learn it, and not that you're born with it. So no matter what, either side's going to give free promotion Right? Either side. Either you're going to get trashed and people who are trashing the movie are going to be like, well, I want to see this shit so I can trash it more. Not because I'm secretly turned on by homosexuals. You know? And they're going to watch it to trash it. And then the left side's going to watch it and be like, yeah, representation, baby. And then you get us in the middle. So I, I did mention that I think the town runs off of patterns, which is what I assumed happened. But if that was the case, then 1978 broke the pattern. So I guess that doesn't make sense. Thomas, played by Tommy, <laughs> you know, Cindy's boyfriend, is uh, going to be the dude who accuses Sarah of witchcraft. Um, and he is, when we find out eventually. Well, no, actually, he's not. He pushed somebody into admitting it. So, actually, I was wrong on that one. Um, now we meet Sol- uh, Sol- Solomon. Sauron. Solomon, uh, played by Nick Good. Um, and he's Nick Good's great, 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 um, and Sarah's friends with Lizzie, played by Kate, and Isaac, played by Simon. So we're back to them two, which her seeing them makes a little more sense than her seeing Cindy and Ziggy. But I digress again. I'm just going to go off on another tangent. Uh, see patterns. 
cheesy as fuck patterns and the way they wrote this movie infuriates me because it could have been an actual good time period horror and i love those kind of horror movies but instead we get a kid-friendly horror movie or 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 it is kid-friendly in my opinion because they cheaped out and saved money instead of getting actors who could actually play the fucking roles the acting or actor that i felt was legit was the guy the reverend who took all the kids out yeah yeah that was the only thing. Everything cool. else, I was like, I, I, man, I can. I, I like Solomon as well. I'm, I'm I a, thought that I'm, actor did a decent job with Solomon, even though his accent was kind of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He was the only other one that I was like, I, I buy into that. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because I didn't like him in '94 as like the really? older cop. Yeah, I just didn't like that character i don't think and hmm. he just kind of rubbed me the wrong way uh yeah so sarah lizzie and hannah talk about some shit um talk about witchcraft or some shit and they're walking down this old wind windy road like lord of the rings road they make their way to grace's house who's played by the nurse uh and sarah finds the witch devil book on laying on the ground with like you know, she's got like witch shit all over the place. She starts reading it like from the Evil Dead book. Naturo de Monto. Grace comes home and she's like, What are you doing with my book there, lass? Why is that Scottish? Um, yeah, she's holding a knife and she's talking about witch shit again. She's like, Don't be reading from the book of the dead. Uh, they get the berries. But Tyler left two people with really bad ADHD alone <laughs> to talk about a movie that they both really hate. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm the editor because if we didn't edit these, dude, you guys would be listening to like three, four hour episodes every time. And half of it just nothing. What? They get the berries um, that Lizzie wanted. She was talking about like, you get these berries and you'll start to hallucinate it would have been better if it was mushrooms but whatever they're eating berries that are like drugs uh everyone starts eating them they trip balls they're like at this fireplace with like all the young kids um and now caleb who's played by i don't know who i i did i couldn't figure it out but i'm pretty sure he's someone from 1994 he's grabs hannah and tries to like rape rape her basically and Sarah's like telling him off, telling him to fuck off, and she slaps him, and she slaps a boner into him, and he looks down. I don't have a boner. I'm just, it's my back hurts. And See, I told you, you give him boners. I don't have a bony. Did you just fart? And she's like, maybe you should go fuck a goat or something, take care of that boner. And he looks at it like, I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now. Taking them back to the, the pants store. Oh, this is awkward. And he walks away awkwardly with a little chubby. I'm gonna walk. Uh, I'm gonna walk this situation off, and I will see you later. Nothing to look at. Go back to work, everyone. Don't act like you're not impressed. Hannah and Sarah having a sex scene in uh, the middle of the woods at some rock, which is where she's later buried. So that rock comes into play and Hannah takes off this crown with the red moss on it and lays it on the rock. Um, And 
Yeah, basically Sarah goes to eat Hannah out. They don't really show most of it, but they show her head going under her dress. So, you know, you get the point. They hear this movement behind them. They leave. They leave the crown with the moss behind. That does come back into play. Find out it's Drunk Thomas catches them. So in the morning, Hannah, Sarah comes over to Hannah. And she's like, something's wrong with my dad. Or no, Hannah comes over to Sarah's place. She goes, something's wrong with my dad. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He's whispering some demonic shit. Who knows? Uh, and then I wrote, it's obvious to me that he's the witch dude. And I could not have been more wrong. Hannah's mom catches Sarah and Hannah together. And I, she somehow figures that they're lesbian together um, in 1666 if they were hiding it. I don't feel like that's the first thing you'd go to if you saw two friends hanging out with each other, even if they were the same sex, you would not immediately go, they're lesbians! Because uh, if it was obvious that they were lesbians in 1666, they would have been hung immediately, not this, oh, well, you stay away because you're definitely a lesbian for my daughter. No, that would not happen. I wasn't born in those times, but I've read enough history to know that that's more than likely definitely what would have happened. All the town is staring down, uh, staring Sarah down, um, and she's like, oh, shit. Uh, now Sarah has to come home. Pretty much she comes out of the closet to her dad, which, again, would have been a death, immediate death notice just right off the bat because I highly doubt parents back then in 1666 were tolerant of kids being gay because parents nowadays are barely, like some are not tolerant of their kids being gay. So he probably would have been like, listen, my daughter's gay. We need to kill her because she's controlled by Satan. Her dad tells Sarah that she's, you know, special and he fucked up and their mom knew that the place was special and now he's fucked up his daughter's life, which means he's a failure. You know, typical parent failed my child's gay bullshit talk. Um, Listen, if your child's gay, love them, okay? If they want to be a different gender, love them. Do what makes them happy. Stop being a piece of living shit and accept your child for who they are. Or, you know what? Hey, if your parent don't accept you, fuck them. So now Sarah's like, oh, no, what's going on? And all the food's gone moldy. There's maggots in the flour. <laughs> There's this epic scene that I know Mac probably watched and went, Mike would like this scene. And you're right. I did. And when I watched it with my wife, I was laughing, and I... What was the scene? I don't remember. Hang on. I started laughing, and my wife gave me this disgusted look, and I was like, listen, it's funny the second time around. It was cool the first time around. It's the pig ate all of its baby pigs. It had bacon for dinner. (laughs) Anyways, Sarah walks over, and Henry's looking at it. This mama pig is chomping away on little baby pigs, like bits of baby bacon all over the place. Bacon bits. It was a cannibal pig. And that cannibal pig was eating its bacon bits. It was, man, it was cool. And so Sarah's like, Henry, hand me that ox. And Henry hands her the axe, and she goes, now you're going to die, Miss Piggy. And she makes Miss Piggy into bacon. Now they're walking through the town, and Simon, whatever fuck his name was in 1666, takes a bite of an apple, and it's rotten. Uh, animals are going ham. The water's turned to, 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 to poison, man. Uh, the water's turned to poison because a dog got trapped in the well, and they pulled the, the thing up, and it's like a dog, dead dog. Um, Thomas starts talking to the town, and he's like, it's witchcraft. 
He starts the Children of the Corn moment. Solomon, as usual, plays Mr. Good Guy, and he's like, listen, part of the good family. Sarah, you ain't a witch, because Sarah, like, visits him. She's like, I'm a witch. And he's like, no, no, no. And when she basically says she loves women, he's like, oh. Screaming happens, and it's because Thomas has riled up a mob, and they're breaking in, like, they're trying to break into the church because the pastor grabbed most of the kids or all of the kids, put them in the church, and they're, like, trying to break in. And this was a pretty cool scene, too. I liked how they did it. How they did it. I was, I, I did like this scene. And um, Solomon's, like, trying to bash down the door. All these guys break it open. He looks back, and he goes, nobody follow me. And he grabs a pitchfork. He starts walking in slowly. And all the kids are lined up in the chairs with their heads down, and the pastor's looking down. Um, and he's like whispering some shit, some witchcraft, some demonic shit. And Solomon finds what looked like a pile of organs at first. When I'm on my second watch, I notice it's a pile of eyeballs. And turns out Solomon, uh, used a poker and took all the kids eyeballs out, including his own. And I guess the demon kept him alive somehow because it killed all the other kids but somehow he's like totally cool with his eyeballs being taken out yeah those poor kids are all dead it kind of sucked um all the families run in and henry was one of the kids and ziggy played one of the fucking 1666 people she's dead they're both dead all the kids are dead and Sarah's like, oh, my God. And the pastor goes to kill uh, Sarah. And Solomon kills um, Solomon kills uh, the pastor. Got it. <laughs> with a pitchfork. And um, now everybody starts uh, yelling uh, witchcraft. And now a mob is in the church. And they're talking about Satan. And Solomon's trying to keep the peace. And he's like, I killed the... The witch and, and everybody's like, well, no, he's a religious man. So there was no witchcraft for him. He was clearly taken over because Jesus wouldn't allow him to kill children. Fuck off, you religious nutbags. Many religious people are crazy as fuck. Sith, Anakin killed the babies. Right. Did we blame Palpatine for Anakin killing children? No. No, we didn't. We blamed Anakin for killing the children. How about you go back and watch Star Wars Episode 3, you sexy shit? Not only was that a good argument, but that was quick, too. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> so now Thomas is trying to push his agenda and prove that there's witches. And what the guy that got the bony, he's like, yeah, Sarah put, or Hannah put witchcraft on me and caused me to get a boner. Nah, dude, you just like being slapped around in, in you know, BDSM shit. There's nothing wrong with that. Plenty of people like to be whipped and shit. Hey, to each their own, man. You get slapped, you get a boner. Roll with it, dude. Roll with it. Uh, but now everybody's like, ah, witches, and they see her out. They see them outside the window, and they take off, and they're like, get the witches. And so now Hannah and Sarah are now uh, witches. Yeah, the high boner guy. So now Sarah and Hannah are running, and Hannah trips. And Sarah's like, no. My, my bitch, my main hoe. Hannah gets caught by the mob. Sarah gets away. And that's where I leave off with the fucking bullshit-ass 38 minutes. And now you got another bullshit-ass 38 minutes to go. And then Tyler's got the good 38 minutes. Thomas was the only actor uh, from the other ones, other than uh, Nick Good, that I thought actually gave a good performance because he was just... 
they're all like, we're going to find the other witch. Some people almost find her, and she sneaks into where they're holding her lover, and she's all like, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There's a simple exchange thing that she finds. There's a book. So Sarah, or not Sarah, in reality it was Sarah, the, the real one, remembers this book about a simple exchange, and then she's still talking to whatever you said her name is, Sam, Hannah. Man number eight is shouting, Sarah, fear, come out. And keep in mind, they all have really bad accents. So Sarah bounces. She says, they want a witch, I'll give them a witch. She's basically like, like screw you guys. I'm going home. She goes back to the the place from the beginning with the creepy shit and the book that she saw. And she's like, oh, that must be witch stuff. So I'm going to go look at the witch stuff. She finds this box. Who's in the box? Inside this box. Oh, what's in the box? Is a... What's in the fucking box? Lot of nothing. She sighs. She's like, where's, where's the box? Now she's breathing heavy. Oh my God, there's blood. There's blood. There's a crow. She gasps. She falls. She's breathing heavily. She sees the dead witch lady there, and she's like, holy shit. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Why she dead? Dramatic music is playing as Sarah runs through the woods. She gets to this cabin. Uh, I, Caleb, I think his name is. The Nick Good actor guy's house. And she's all like, please, you have to help me. Oh, it's Solomon. And uh, she's like, we're innocent, Solomon. He's like, I know. And she's like, we didn't do this. And they talk and they talk. And then there's someone else at the door and it's an angry mob. And he hides Sarah. He drives the angry mob away. All right. And then eventually Sarah finds this secret place in Solomon's place. And she goes exploring and investigating. And she grabs a little torch that just is very conveniently there in this little secret room for her. She sees the book, A Simple Exchange, and she's like, why is this at Solomon's? And some ominous music plays as Solomon enters the area. And I'm going to fast forward because at this point we learn that Solomon is actually doing some voodoo shit. He's sacrificing people to some, he's doing some witch voodoo shit to have good crops, to yield good crops. So he basically, he wrote the dude, the pastor's name down on the rock to get the exchange of life for blah, blah, blah. Do you understand? Throughout history, people have found it necessary to engage in human sacrifice. Yeah, so Solomon, OG good, is the bad guy. Which, as much as I hate this movie, I don't know if I'm just stupid or I was so taken out of the movie, but I didn't, ex I didn't see that coming. So it might have been just a little bit of both. Yeah, I but think I like the twist. I think I didn't I didn't see it coming either. And I think it was because I didn't care enough. So, like but, I wasn't sitting there so, trying to figure out why is he yeah. like the little facial details when she says, well, I'm in love with women. And he like gives that face of like, oh, I didn't notice those things until the second watch. I think Yeah, because because the movie was so bad, you couldn't see past any of the bad acting or accents. Correct. So and he's sacrificing to. The, the blob thing that you saw from 78. Uh, in this moment, Sarah tries to get away through the actual what becomes the shitter in 78. 
she gets pulled down and this is where we see her lose her hand and this is also where it starts to flash back from the actress from 94 to the actual sarah she gets away she ends up underneath where they escaped in 78 in the kitchen she busts through the floor somewhat easy it's underneath the church well i I just want i did like that chase like that whole that that scene was worth it apart with the bullshit. yeah because it it flat this is where it starts to flash back to the actual sarah too in the actual events with the actual actress i like how i'm saying actual because the actual sarah was actually a good actress uh solomon comes out and he explains like hey uh sarah's witch i caught her with all the shit and they believe him because he's a man and sarah eventually just says it was all me i put a spell on hannah or whatever to make her do what i wanted saving sam hannah's life and this is actually where she goes to the hanging tree and they hang her. Got it, <laughs> Got it, And this sequence is actually pretty good because it flashes from the real Sarah giving a monologue and it connects everything to the other movies and it shows it's a decent sequence that actually turned out pretty well. It, I thought it was well executed at that part. I wish the whole uh, movie it was, was like that. Yeah, I was going to say it only took an hour and six minutes into the movie to get to a point where I was like, that was well done. It's like they could have cut this whole 1666 thing down to about 20 minutes or just use different actors. And then at the end, start showing the 94 chick as Sarah to bring it back to the next part where we're back in 94 and it's 1994 part two. Yeah, Deanna now knows the whole story. She now knows that Dina, Solomon Dina. Good, uh, okay, Dina. She knows that Solomon Good was the original douchebag, and therefore all the goods are bad, and they've been keeping it going. At this time, Nick Good, Sheriff Nick Good, arrives at the exact place. Uh, Dina's little brother is hanging out on the road, and he's like, "Hey, hey, what's up, Sheriff?" He goes out to the woods. Dina's like, "We have to get away from him. He's a bad guy." Sheriff Good goes out to the, uh, I'm sorry, but having the last name of Good, I, it's just, yeah, as I'm saying it more and more, it's bothering me so much. It's just stupid that evil Good is the bad Good. Guy. I mean, yeah, Good, good is evil. evil. Yeah, so he, he goes into the woods. And I pull out my gun! And he sees, what does he see? What do you see on the ground? He's looking for them. Oh, yeah, he's chasing them, trying to kill them, because he doesn't want to get caught. Right. Anyway, I started blasting. Bang! Wow. Bang! Oh, I don't see so good, so I missed. Then they ran away. I ran after them. Okay. Bang! Try to shoot him in the back. But I don't want so good either. Anyway. They end up stealing his car, his cop car. And uh, Dino's explaining, I went back in time. I was Sarah Fear. I saw everything that happened. She wasn't a witch. She was just gay. And I connect to that because I, too, if you remember from the first movie, am also gay. Uh, she was. She explains that Sarah wasn't turning people into killers. It's been the goods this whole time. They've been sacrificing people from Shady Side, so that Sunnyvale would be prosperous. So there really has been a curse on Shady Siders this whole time. And we see as she's explaining this flashbacks to the past, and then they go to. Sugar! All grown up, 
Britta Perry. They go to her house and tell her this is this is what's going on. And she's like, holy shit. I can't believe that the dude that I had a crush on and, you know, I thought was a cool dude was actually knew the whole fucking time back in the 70s what was going on and was just being a fucking douche. Then they go to Martin P. Franklin, who is the janitor. And I'm pretty sure they're just bringing him to the mall because they need to get into the mall to reunite the hand with Sarah's body. And they now know where the hand is because they buried it by the tree. Or no, they already did that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was in the other one. Why they're at the mall, I have no fucking idea why they went to the mall. Because it was a good place to trap them. Okay, so literally for the only reason of they already had the set and they probably wanted to use it more than just one day of shooting for the first one. They go back to the mall for some reason and use the excuse of it would be a good place to trap all the bad guys, even though it's a massive fucking structure with massive or a lot of stores in it and a lot of hiding spaces. Like, let's go to the big hiding space spot. And they prep for battle with all these bad things. Tragic music is playing as Dino's looking at the hanging tree. And there's a flashback of Sarah hanging. And we've already discussed how ridiculous it would be to build a mall around a tree. They would have just removed that fucking tree. And that leads me to Tyler's part. I am done with my section. Thank God. Uh, what is he doing? Yeah. Oh, he's stuck in traffic. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. Fucking traffic. For who knows what fucking reason. And I'm starting to get pissed. Tyler's stuck in traffic doing like eight miles an hour average. Mac, there is a so the red um the red uh fuck hang on I put candy in my mouth and distracted myself. It's very good. The speed limit is fucking 75. I've been going under 20 for the last five exits. I, I'm about ready to just put this bitch in park and run. <laughs> I'm going to take this video, and I'm going to put it in the episode somewhere. He's never gonna know. Yeah, there you go. Oh, this Listen one. Why can't I ever just have a fucking podcast day where bad shit doesn't happen? Podcast day. I swear to God, technology hates me. Traffic hates me. Lights hate me. My wife hates me on, on podcast day because it takes too long. Uh, what does a, what a brother got to do? Mine gets annoyed on podcast day, too. She's like, you're just going to be there for like five hours. No, I won't. And we're like five hours later. But That's the Knights have been in like the final oh, semifinals every... Oh, another video. That's it? That's it? <laughs> I, just, I just sat through so much fucking traffic. <laughs> For that? They're on... They were even on the shoulder! Hey, people! Go around them at a normal speed, asshats! <laughs> Fucking hell! 
So Tyler came up on a car pulled to the side of the road, and that's what caused the traffic. He said they were in the shoulder. <laughs> Insert I mean, the clip he I just said. They weren't. They weren't always in the shoulder. I'm sure they were in the road at some point. He just hit the tail end of it. No matter what, I am inserting those clips. Oh yeah, absolutely. So dry sense of humor while I'm not there. Ours is gonna feel off. Okay, you need to add that blandness that I, <laughs> I bring to the table. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lend me your ears for tonight. I got nothing else. Uh, first things first, you got uh, the cop guy. Uh, Good was his name. Dude, I don't remember their names because it was so long ago. And he's talking to the black janitor guy. Martin's all like, son of a bitch. Uh, and he turns around and it's Shady Side Mon and on it, it there's like graffiti and shit. And they're, they're prepping to take these bitches down basically uh, for the next few minutes. They talk about the headlamps, which, oh, you know, character growth, because she wouldn't wear it before, but she's going to wear it now. Why wouldn't she wear that? I don't remember any good. The first time he offered it to her, they were, like, in the woods, and she was like, I'm not wearing that dorky thing. Basically, what they do is they dilute uh, Witchman Nugget's blood, uh, the one that that, uh, they all want to die, and they lead them into traps is... Is what's going down in these 30 minutes. They're diluting their her blood. They put it in freaking like squirt guns and they lead trails and they set up these traps to lock them in. And now they're all in place waiting. They're like, oh shit, okay, it's time. It's time. Martin and Ogorlo, that's harder to say, run into a cop and they're like, you have no idea what's going on here, uh, officer. Please don't be stupid. And then another cop comes around and checks up on the siblings and they're holding their squirt guns and they're terrified and the cop's like, drop your weapon. But he gets stabbed. Got it, Dave. <laughs> Got it, Dave. Yeah, so he gets stabbed by uh, one of uh, the witch's little things, which now we know that the witch wasn't ever a witch to begin with. That was so good because that's exactly how I think both me and Mike felt this entire time. Just, oh, God. Yeah, so these these uh, little witch reincarnation zombie voodoo magic things, uh, they only go to where the blood is. So they're following the straw blood. They walk right past the people who do not have uh, Wachamanugget's blood smell. They're like hound dogs, fucking witch hound dogs. So they trap them in. Well, now what do we do? Because... You know, they forgot about the one that carried the bat. Oh, no. Oh, no, there's another one. We forgot it. Yeah, so then Sheriff Good shows up, and Sheriff Good is not good. He is actually Sheriff Evil. And he goes up to Ziggy, and he's like, Ziggy, it's you, because they were in camp. And, you know, that's back when she was supposed to die the first time. And now they're having flashbacks of that kissy moment that they that they had in uh, the cabin, which, also, again, nobody fucking cares about. So then uh, they dump they dump some of uh, Ogurlo's blood on him. The freaking things start chasing him. He chases Ziggy down, gots her, and they're like, ah, if I die, she dies too. And Sheriff Good almost gets stabbed by Skeletor guy. He's like, no, no, don't stab me. And then you got some, you know, like some creepy, I'm um, walking through a daunting place shots with the red light in the background that nobody ever really... Uh, it's a cheap way. It's a cheap way to make a place look spooky. Let's be honest. 
Oh, yeah. So then they all get the bright idea to just shoot each other with each other with uh, Ziggy's blood. That way, not Ziggy's blood, uh, whatever her name is, is, is blood. Uh, they squirt they squirt the blood all over the things, okay? And then the things start attacking each other. That's all you need to know. The things start attacking each other and they kill each other, but you can't kill each other because you can't actually die when you're already dead. So, like, they kill each other, but then they come back. Which Manuga is using the headlamp down in, like, the tunnels. And then we go back to the mall where all of the things are dead, except for Bat Boy. Uh-oh. And then the one that sings the song is coming from the other way. And, uh... Martin's all like, we're fucked here now, bro. We ain't got no more go-go juice, a.k.a. blood. So Gina's down in the caves, and she runs to that little, like, uh, nasty-looking heartbeat thingy that has all of the memories from 1666 in it. Dina's brother's going hand with an axe on these bitches. Big fight breaks out. They're all about to die. Well, at least that's what they want you to think. Now all of the things that killed each other, those zombie witch voodoo things, are... You know, forming back up, and uh, it's not looking good. Good's about to kill Dina, and he's like, you have to die. Calls her a dyke, and that sets her off. She's like, oh, you going to call me a dyke? You going to call me a dyke? Ah! And then she screams, and she puts his hand on that little heartbeat dead thingy that has all the memories of people dying, and he just, he, he it's kind of a cool montage of just a bunch of deaths. So now he's, like, cursed, and... Sarah's like, I will follow you forever. I will never let you go. Wait and then, boom! Dina is good. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Stop. Was that out. montage of deaths like Mike's wet dream? Time out. Because we're going to get back to that. Um, real quick. When the monsters were fighting, the killers were fighting each other. Yes, that was a fucking epic Mike moment for me. Uh, I do have a problem with something. Uh, when Hannah, or what the fuck her name is, Sam, is choking Dina, um, and then the only reason she didn't kill her was because the power of love, I wanted to chuck my phone at the fucking TV. You're telling me that bitch loved the other chick so fucking much, she fought the devil off, but when fucking Tommy was fucking hacking bitches around, he looked at Cindy and went... You're just vagina to me, bro. Let me just hack you to death. So the love they had is not as strong as the love the main characters had because they're the main characters. Bullshit. And yes, the uh, flashbacks of all the deaths were pretty fucking cool. I have been dying to talk about that bullshit. The power of love saved me scene. Because what should have happened was Nick Good beats Sam's head in or some shit. And then tries to kill Dina. And then Dina kills him. That's what should have happened, not... I love you, Sam! Don't kill me! And then Sam just lets go because she apparently is so strong with the power of love, she fights the fucking devil. And, and like, for a brief second goes, No! Fuck off! Hey, Sam did it. Like, Sam Winchester. Sam Winchester's also fought demons long enough, and he's been to hell five fucking times. I'm saying he he fought off the devil when the devil was possessing him to throw himself into the hell hole. I was more connected to Sam and Dean than I was Dina and Sam. Wow. I get it now. But Holy it's shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That's just fucking lazy writing again. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think we just stumbled upon something by accident here. <laughs> Dana just killed Nick Good. Uh, Martin and Ziggy and uh, Fat Black Dude are all in the mall, and they're like, oh, fuck, she did it. Uh, the dead heart, uh, the, the zombie heart thing <laughs> that holds all those fucking memories just fucking dissipates. It's nothing now. It's nothing. You just said Fat Black Dude. His <laughs> name is Josh. Yeah, so then you have, you know, like the whole, oh, my God, I love you. Are you okay? Make out scene. You know, like how most movies end. Like, yeah, we fucking did it. Oh, my God, you're so beautiful. And then they look back at Nick Good's body. Like, yeah, that bitch is dead. And then they crawl out. Now Dina and Ogarlo are, like, watching the, the fucking tunnels disappear. And then they crawl out. And then. And then uh, there's. And then they're in somebody's house. Like, a sheriff disappeared. People are going to ask questions. Yeah, they blamed him for the witchcraft. But, yeah, they crawled out of the sheriff's house. That's a big fucking house. This group of kids figured out the mystery, but the rest of the town didn't. As far as the rest of the town is concerned, this sheriff is missing, presumed dead. No, at the very end, they blame the sheriff for everything. It's covered on the news. Is it? Did I just zone mm-hmm. out completely? Okay. Yeah, cool. I covered it on the news. But what I like about the part at the end was when they showed that guy, a random guy, just get hit by a dump truck and die. Because now it's showing that the town's now falling to what a normal town would be. And bad shit's starting to happen. Yeah, so they crawl out of the sheriff's house. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it is a massive-ass house. And then you see, like, the, the, the lineage of the good family on the wall. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Nobody gives a fuck. And then, boom! Car gets hit by a dump truck. Got it, Dave. <laughs> Got it, Dave. Out of nowhere. And then they're like, yo, what the fuck? Did something bad just happen in Sunnyvale? So now bad things can happen in Sunnyvale. Good things can happen in Shadyside. Whatever the... Shadyvale. Shadyside. Shady, yes, I'm the real shady. All you other shadies are just demonstrating. So won't the real shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Cause I'm shady, yes, I'm the real shady. All you other shadies are just demonstrating. So won't the real shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. And then you have the, the brother-sister conversation at the end. You know, she tried to make him breakfast. It's ass. She's like, okay, let's fucking go. It's time to go now. And then uh, Ziggy goes and sees... Who's that? Whatever. She goes and hugs some old white lady. Gives her a book. It's the nurse. It's the nurse from 78 that didn't from... age a fucking day from 1978 to 1994. Uh, and Martin is, like, outside trying to sell some kind of portable radio thing in a jig and... They're like, it's too big. And then this tech genius is like, nah, I can make it better. And then she writes his number on jo- writes her number on Josh's cast from his arm. Not a number, her at. Because that's what people do th- these days. Like, find me on Instagram, boo. Bro, this is 94. That was their yeah. street name on AOL. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people did in the 90s. Get the making out scene as the droid flies away over the trees. Credits. And then, you know, the shady side mall, and then more credits. Hope everything is all right. And then more shady side mall uh, with the tree, and more credits. What's that floating in the water? I think there's one more. Yeah, here we go. Back in the mall, 
people are walking. Nobody gives a fuck. Skip 10 seconds. Going through these doors. And more credits. God damn it. Boom, and now there's a book, and then it says Netflix presents. That's got to be it, right? There's no... Nope, there's more. Okay, what the fuck? Somebody takes the book, and then it says Fear Street. Jesus Christ, is that it? <laughs> is that it? Um, okay. I remember that now. I remember thinking, like, is is this leading to something? Am I supposed to, am I supposed to be watching this? The end of that movie where they she brings burgers and stuff was a nice callback to the beginning. She's like, we're going to listen to Pixies. We're going to make out. We're going to have burgers. And they make out, and they have burgers, and the song that plays in the credits is the Pixies. Yeah, that doesn't make up for all the other shit that happened. To no, people. it doesn't, but I liked it. I thought it was like... I gotta look at something that's redeemable about this movie. No, that's cool. So, Max movie moment. So, it turns out... <laughs> We're doing this right now before the ratings? <laughs> Being a smart ass. Turns out. <laughs> no, because that's actually, like, a fun, cool thing that I never would have noticed because I just did not care to care about oh, this movie. Okay. I actually, the only reason I, I knew they played Pixies over it was because I liked that song, and I went... And the soundtrack is fantastic for this trilogy. I really enjoyed the soundtrack. So I went to Spotify, found the soundtrack, found the song, and was like, oh, that was the song that they played in the credits. It is played by the Pixies. Okay, that's cool. Didn't change my rating, but it's cool. I know, but I'm the one who waits till the right moment. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't fucking do it. Now I'm going to have to listen to you say the same thing right before you give your rating. I'm going to have to listen to it twice. Tyler. <laughs> Mike, you're going first so that because if me and Tyler go first, you're just going to repeat everything that you've already said and that we said. So you go first because we won't repeat what you say. This is very true. I do not. Yeah. No, it's just you You hate this movie so much. You're just going to be like, and I have to bring this up again. <laughs> I really, I really do. God, this movie. I had such high expectations. They were here. That's what I said to your Oh, my expectations for at least 1666 were very high, as you heard in 1994's episode. Um, I think all of our expectations were, because I remember listening and Tyler said, this will be the highest rated movie. This will be the best movie. And I don't know if that was the case. I haven't looked at the ratings since uh, two weeks ago, but I don't know if that's the case. It was at the time. Uh, But if people look back at this movie and see all the fucking plot holes, like again, like... Like I said again, okay, how does having everyone from 1978 come back for, for this chick to see in 1666 when she's from 1994 doesn't make no fucking sense. Most of my rant people about how shitty this movie is, you'll already hear in, in the episode, so I'm not going to repeat everything. 
it's just going to piss me off even more. Just know all the rants I just did earlier are applied to my rating right now. Man, it could have been such a good fucking time period, time timepiece movie. If they would have killed everybody off in 1994, we didn't need anybody to be alive. You just go to 1978 to see how it fucking started or where all these killers came from. And then we could have gone to 1666 and seeing how it started. We don't need resolution. Horror movies don't need resolution. There's plenty of movies. Fucking Sinister. Everyone fucking died in Sinister. Guess what? We got a Sinister too, didn't we? Okay. We didn't need no fucking resolution. We were just curious to see what was happening. If we get a Sinister 3 and it takes back all the way to 1776, I'm going to fucking love it no matter what. Even though I know Bagul is going to fucking kill everybody anyways. Because that's the beauty of it. You like to see people die. That's why you watch a horror movie. You don't watch a horror movie to go, the power of love to save the main character. Fuck the main character. If I want to see a main character survive, I go watch a fucking Dwayne Johnson movie. Uh, and the other thing I had a problem with this movie, uh, that there's like eight trillion walls surrounding that fucking chamber with names covering it. And we see six of them. We see six killers out of probably 150. The fuck? So you're telling me at the that at the pinnacle moment, the devil knows he's fucked, right? He knows he's fucked. People know his story. So why does or he she, only hey, send? Or she, fall, the fuck it is. I don't know the gender of the devil. You guys be the judge. Whatever the fuck the devil, like, it knows it's fucked up. It knows it needs to kill these people before it's gone for good, right? Why the fuck does it only send Six killers. It has a bucket list of names. It could have sent all 150 of these fuckers to the fucking mall and killed these people, and it'd still be roaming. So why the fuck would something that knows its powers generated from a, a, a fucking tumor out of the ground, and it can just push these bitches out, why would it only push out six of, like, 200 of them? I'm still going to keep Wonder Woman 84 as the bottom of the barrel, so I would give this movie a 4.1 for the simple fact that the the six evil dudes killed each other, or the four evil dudes killed each other was pretty cool. The stab in the eye when Nick Good got what was murdered was pretty fucking cool, and a few of the scenes from 1666 were cool. I'm not going to take away cool shit from this movie. The music was cool. You did some cool shit. A 4.1 just for that because the rest of this was fucking horse shit and I hated it. I'm going to ask you a follow-up to that. Um, what would you give the series as a whole out of 10? Um, 6.2. Uh, 94 was pretty tolerable. I liked 94. 78 was a little bit better um, even though it could have been gorier and even, even better. Um, but 1666 took it down a lot. So 6.2 for as a, as a total. So the beginning of this, I said, isn't it kind of cool that they're telling a story in reverse? Take this series and watch it from 1666 to 94, and you would be confused as fucking shit. You'd be like, wait, why are the actresses and actors all of a sudden changing? And wait, like, it's, it's bad. It, 1666 was bad. It, it was, I, I'll compare it to, if I saw this in theaters, I would have been leaning over to Tyler saying, hey, can we just leave? 
it was on caliber with Assassin's Creed for me. I give it a dude. I don't even know if it's worth giving it a rating. That's a I'll give it like a five because when it actually switched over to the real Seraphir giving her monologue and it did the montage, and then all of a sudden it was a little twist within a twist of oh, Fear Street 1994 part two. I was like, oh, that was kind of I didn't see that coming. And for the whole trilogy, five. I'm going to give 1666 a solid four because it was ass. I'm going to give the trilogy a solid five because it was ass. I love it so much. Dude, it it had such potential. See, there's two kinds of hating on a movie. There's Tyler, who hated it so much it's not even worth giving it energy or thought. And then there's Mike, who hated it so much that everyone on Earth needs to know how bad it was. That's true, yeah. I was expecting something, but you were just like, yeah, I'd give it a four. Is that the lowest you've ever given something? No, he's given lower, I'm sure. I think he hated The Lighthouse more. I did hate that movie. I love that movie. Do you think it was worse than 1666, though? No. I would. Which one would you rather watch again, though? Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> really? <laughs> You'd rather watch that piece of shit again? Dude, I can't. Is there a movie that you hated, Mac, that you would rather watch again over this? What was the movie I gave a one? That was 78. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I was like, that was like oh. last week, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> what was the <laughs> other? What What was? There was some other movie that I hated. I'll go through the list of movies. Ad Astra. <laughs> Oh, I would much rather watch Those Who Wish Me Dead over 1666. Oh, my God. That's not even a question. What else did you hear? So I guess which one would I rather watch, 78 or 66? 78. Nothing is going to be... I'm not going to pick 1666 over anything else. I would rather watch... So that means you have to give it a point something. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I'm going to... Yeah, I can't even... So, yeah, I can't change my answer for 78 because that's already out in the world, right? I mean, what would you have rated now, knowing what sixteen sixty six is like? I would have given I would have given a seventy eight a point or a five, and sixteen sixty six I would go two point five. No, you know what? I'll give it a four just because I didn't think anything would be worse than seventy eight, and then sixty six came along. So I'm thinking nothing can be worse than sixteen sixty six. But give it a minute. Welcome to Mike's IMDb Rotten Tomatoes Corner. So the rules of the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes box office corner is two points for a spot-on guess, one point if you're the closest, zero points if you get it wrong. Mike's IMDb corner, baby. Uh, I don't remember who the fuck went first the last time, so eeny, meeny, miny, who wants to go first? Tyler, IMDb rating. 6.7. I feel like that's too high. Matt. But, but people let me down a lot, so. 7.8. Well, um, uh, Tyler, people are letting you down. It is a 6.7. <laughs> He's like, I thought I that was Tyler keeps picking like 6.4 to 6.7, and it's been working out really right. well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How? It's like, are it's we watching that many the, mediocre movies? It's like it's it's like yeah. it's always in the 6.4 to 7.2 range. That's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I really like a movie, I'll I'll give it like a 7.6. Yeah, see, I should... Of oh. what I assume other people would give it. 
like I've, I'm I'm fully in the mindset of if I hate a movie, it's going to be rated really well. But if I love a movie, it's going to be rated really, really poorly. Hence yeah. the 7.8 rating. Now we'll see. Are you guys going to get pissed or are you going to be happy on these critic ratings and audience ratings? Mac, critic rating and, per- and uh, freshness or rottenness? Dude, I mm, fresh at 68. Fuck, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Stole my whole strategy. All right. Uh, fresh at 62%. Oh, man. I don't want to do this to you guys because I'm pissed off looking at the score. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Are you ready? Certified fresh at 93% for critic rating. Why why do we do this? <laughs> why do we do this? <laughs> Deadass. Fucking oh. critic, man. We need some new critics in the house. <laughs> like, do your jobs. Do your fucking jobs. Stop being in the pocket of all these big production companies, because clearly you fucking are. Because no way... Eeper or Roper would be like, this is a great movie. They fucking tore apart like the Titanic. They tore apart. And that shit went like, yeah, they tear apart Please? shit because that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to make Hollywood better or at least strive to be better. Please tell me ah. there's at least one negative critic review. Audience rating, Tyler. Go ahead. Now I'm fucking thrown for a loop. 67%. Just could stick with, stick with my IMDb, baby. <laughs> yeah, right, Mac? I'm going to go 70. It is fresh at 79. And that's it for the game. Again, no budget, none of that. Oh, we got a rotten one right away. Betty Joe Tucker from Real Talk Movie Reviews. Part 3 makes your blood curdle, especially during the gory mall killer attacks. What? And also, it scars your soul. You better have more shit. <laughs> Mike was just like, wait, but that's the part of the movie I lost. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you? What? These rotten scores are horse shit. They're all rotten because of either pulp culture references or they went back and looked at the gory parts of the previous movies and pe- those people didn't like that. So even the rotten scores are a disappointment because that's the parts that I love. All right, I can't do this anymore. Mac, let's go to your your fucking movie moment because this movie's killing my soul. Life doesn't work out like in the movies. Usually not, but every once in a while you get a movie moment. Mac's soul is dead. You could just... It, th- we should not have done my part first. Mac's movie Pretty. moment is the sadness that's on his face right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's all you, know you the, need to know. The song, <laughs> Hello, Darkness, Hello, Darkness Hello, my old friend. <laughs> Dude, I had a movie moment. I legit had a movie moment. And then we just did your part. And for the life of me, I can't fucking remember what I was going to say now. Because critics said 90. Critics said, okay. Okay. My movie moment is about lazy writing. Let's go with that. Let's talk about how this trilogy as, in theory, is a cool idea. It's taking a horror story and putting it in reverse order. And I think that's a cool idea. It's like, that's it. It, It's a cool idea. The end. 94 started out, I was like, this has promise. It had a lot of, you know, pop culture references that I appreciated because, you know, I was born in 92. Growing up, 90s, early 2000s, there's still a lot of 90s stuff there. So I like that movie. Um, 
78 had a lot of the cliche 80s slasher type films, which I appreciated. I thought maybe that was done on purpose to, you know, it's set in that time frame. Let's make it like it's from that time frame. And then they decided to use the same cast from the first two movies. That was whoever decided who, okay, to whoever had that idea to begin with. And to every single person who backed up that idea and did not at any point say this is not working, fuck you. But here's the beauty of it. Netflix is so freaking wealthy and they make so many things that they can afford to make shit like that. They can afford to be experimental like that because, but it got good reviews. And, okay, Netflix is very wealthy. My movie moment is this trilogy just fucked my world up. It just ruined Hollywood for me. It just ruined the magic of filmmaking because it just fucking sucked asshole. And everyone is saying it was fucking great. And you know why? Because if you use different actors, I would have bought it a little bit more. I would have been a little more accepting of that. Because, yes, coincidences do happen in history. But using the same actors, having the exact same performances with terrible fucking accents. Tyler, you would have been great in this movie. You would have been, I am German, but I am from the time period. And then inconsistent, and then I'll just drop it for a little bit. Because I forgot that I have to do the accent in the middle of my scene. But the director doesn't care because at this point she's like, I just want to fucking finish these fucking movies. And then, oh, forgot the accent again. Agreed, our lad. <laughs> I should be in the movies. Who With do you think the best actor was in the trilogy? I was going to say, I think, uh, oh, shit. It's a tie between the guy who played Nick Good, the older one, because he did yeah. really well in the third yeah. one, and uh, the guy who played Tommy, because his psycho in the third one was so fucking good. I liked it. I thought he was just, he just went for it. I'm going to go Nick Good, because he did such a good job in part one. And uh, the third part that I did not buy that he was secretly evil. Like, I thought he was genuinely wanted to help because he saw what happened in 78 and wanted to help them. And, uh, yeah. I was going to say Tommy. Actor-wise, Nick Good is played by Ashley Zuckerman. And Tommy was played by uh, McCab Slay. Sly? His name's a lot harder to say. Well, props to you two. Yeah. For being the only ones in the movie with an ounce of acting abilities. And both of them are only in two thirds of the movies. They're not and even one of them. Movie. One of them barely talks because uh, <laughs> he's killing people the whole time. That's right. He wants the most badass looking killer, too. So kudos, dude. Fun, fun facts with your boy, Tizzy T. Okay, thanks, man. Now, this is sad facts today. <laughs> sad, sad facts with your boy, <laughs> P-Sizzle. Where'd the P come from? It's sad facts. I uh, changed it from Tizzy T, happy facts, to P-Sizzle. Sad. Yeah, I know, but, but what's the P for? It's the first thing that came to mind. That was terrible. Pathetic. I like this movie problematic like this movie pirate uh the only film in the trilogy to actually reference the titular fear street 
<laughs> Tiddler on the roof. Tiddler? No, that's Fiddler. Every time Tyler says Tiddler, I would keep Wait, wanting to say Tiddler. Tiddler. And it's titular, isn't it? Like the title, the titular. <laughs> titular? No, now I'm going to reread that one. The only film in the trilogy to actually reference the <laughs> the titular <laughs> Fear Street. I'm pretty sure it's not. I don't think it's titular. That doesn't sound right to me. Chiller. Oh, wait, hold on. Chiller. Okay. Say the whole thing. Chiller. Chiller. Sandwich chiller. Hold on. Titular. There you go. Titular. So kind of like a combination of both of ours. No, it's titular. Hold on. Be quiet. Listen. Titular. Arthur R.L. Stein visited the set during filming. Like, whoop he was probably like this fucking sucks my kids books are better than this this one says blink and you miss it at 11 minutes and at 11 minutes and 53 seconds while sarah is turning pages of the book a glimpse of the sephiroth sephiroth is shown sephiroth is part of the kabbalah in jewish mysticism and at 12.02, there's a drawing of a figure resembling Baphomet. Nobody fucking cares. I That's... legit thought your fun fact was about to say, blink and you'll miss it, the movie. I was like, somebody put that down as a fun <laughs> fact? <laughs> That's on par with the actor or the character was illiterate. The actor, the actor was, was not. <laughs> that is not what I said. No, but that's what I thought was going to happen, and it made me laugh. That's what I thought was going to happen, too. This is the last one. After killing Nick, Dina removes her coat to show Sam her body armor made of books. The books are various actual fear, fear Street titles, including the first evil, Fear Street Cheerleaders number one. Uh, we did the terrible third installment, Fear Street Part 3, 1666. If you like that movie, um, feel free to message us and tell us why, because Don't we're really us. curious. Okay. Don't, don't, I will. I don't. will personally read them. No, we and won't. Then send them to Mac. No, we won't. I'm gonna delete it. Yeah. If you send me, if you send I mean. any of our pages <laughs> something that says, "I you liked this movie and why?" Uh, delete. Gone. <laughs> so if Tyler doesn't like other people's arguments. opinions. So that being said, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> uh, give us a five star rating on Apple Pods. Helps pod people find us. Um, go to our link tree. You know, find our all our, our links and shit. Maybe that's why we don't have a massive following is because we go just disagree with ninety three percent of the people. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It's people probably get half go. <laughs> it's the little dude. <laughs> no, it's the little things why that started us on this bad path of fucking ratings. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna get off on a little things tangent. Well, because it's right, a lot of so things about the little <laughs> things. It was a good movie. I love the Space Jam 2, yeah. Okay, so Space Jam 2 on HBO Max Space before it Dam? disappears. Space Jam 2. Everybody LeBron get up. Space Jam. We got the weird thing going on. Now. Welcome to yeah. the Space Jam. Yeah. Have you seen LeBron James on 18? I ain't sweating it. Oh, we doomed. We doomed. You gotta be kidding me. Did you see that kid fly? Uh -huh. He's like Superman, but with a hot top fade.
It's your chance right, to right, dance right, to right. Space Jam. All right. You so fine. I, I got a real jam going on to the Space Jam. For the listeners that have been watching the movies along with us, I know we have a few. If you want to watch ahead, because we've been <laughs> slow on recording these episodes, we're doing After Space Jam 2, Tomorrow's War on Amazon Prime. Nope. What? It's we're doing a space we're doing a space jam. space jam two is our next one. Then we yeah. are doing the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, sorry, the then Suicide Squad, which will be on. Why HBO why do you Max. keep emphasizing the the in the Suicide Squad? Because, because yeah, it's, it's just called squad. the first one is Suicide Squad. There's that's how they're differentiating between oh, the two. Okay, close together. All right, so the isn't this is a remake? Time. It's not a continuous. Yeah, it's not. One. Yeah, it's a remake. It's a remake. With like a nice. few of the same actors from the original. And then Tomorrow's War on Amazon Prime. And mm-hmm. then A Quiet Place 2 on Paramount Plus. Yep. And then we'll we'll get to our release. At some point I'm gonna release the Conjuring Max pick in between all that. Nerd out movies, everybody. Nerd <laughs> out you're right near. Bye guys. Don't forget Bye. Space Jam 2, Nerd Out Movies. <laughs> and you need to focus because the plan is still on. Wait, 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 you're leaving? Hold fast. Stay out of their way. They'll walk right by you. Oh, look at this place. Look at this. You're clean. Oh, my God. He's going to go right by. He's going to go right by. Don't breathe. Oracle? Yeah. Uh, want to help us kill Sheriff Good? Let me get my coat. Seriously? Look at this dumbass thing. It's bigger than a tape deck. And if you want to hear more than one album, you got to carry all that, too. Plus, it skips if you breathe on it. Then listen to the radio, dude. The truth shall be your curse. I will shudder you for eternity. I will follow you forever. Everything you take, and everyone you harm, you will feel the grip of my hand. I will show them what you've done. I will never let you go. I'm sorry. Obviously not the direction of the song, right? Totally misread that song. My apologies. You fucking nerd with your nerd hair.